Hey, Magic Makers, a few years ago, I was asked to go plant-based by my doctor. And I was, you know, after I picked myself up off the floor, I was absolutely clueless. I had no idea where to start. So I started collecting recipes because guess what? I don't do tofu. (laughs) And so what I've done is I've amassed a number of plant-based recipes. And if you're someone who has been trying to experiment with that meatless Monday and not exactly sure what to do, I have put together 58 plant-based recipes that are easy to follow and delicious. By the way, you don't have to go out searching for like eye of nude or anything like that. They are 58 foolproof recipes. And guess what? That's almost two months worth of recipes. So if you are trying to experiment with that plant-based life, Make sure you grab these recipes to get started. It's definitely a crowd pleaser and something you can mix into your rotation. So be sure to grab the link in my bio and I will make sure that you are satisfied. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers. Today I have another client uh, testimonial, and I talked with one of my former clients, uh, Trish Van Z. And she was a client of mine for several years. And it w- it's really nice to do these things. So for, for one, to have you hear what it's like to actually work with me as a, as a coach, if you haven't had the experience yet to work with me as a coach. But also, I like hearing it from, you know, I don't know, the horse's mouth, right? Not that I'm calling anyone a horse, but you know, that's saying. And the as I have these conversations, you know, some of the things, that the the points that I really love to drive home, um, you know, kind of my principles, my pillars that I stand for and how I, you know, have been able to break out of this kind of perfectionist mindset, how to break out of this, you know, all or nothingness. I've found that hearing that my clients kind of parrot back the the principles that I've ingrained in them and how they are using them, you know, even years after we've stopped working together, that I'm like, oh, I've done my job. And I'm hoping that, you know, if we don't work together, you know, through what you hear on these podcasts, what you read from me in social media, that you realize that, you know, my values for you are really simple. Like I'm all about the simple, you know, we've all done the complicated and that sucks. Complicated sucks because when we try to do all the things, we fail. And when we start to consistently have failure, we start to ask ourselves a question, why bother? Why should I do this? This sucks. It's never going to work. It's never going to happen. And I don't I don't want those questions for you. I want us to be able to ask ourselves better questions so that we set our, ourselves what I call my reps. We set up realistic 
expectations so that we get really clear about what it is that we are trying to achieve. We are excited about it. We know why we want to do it. There is a plan, right? There has to be a plan. You can't, you know, with my conversation with Trish, you'll hear that there has to be a plan because when you don't have a plan, there is failure. There is a high possibility of failure. There's a saying that if I aim at nothing, I will always hit it. Right. And so if you feel like you're always hitting nothing, it's because you might be lacking a plan. And the last thing, it has to be sustainable. Sustainability is my like middle name. Um, I, I haven't officially changed it with the government, but you know, that's my that's my middle name. And one of my, you know, before we hop into the conversation with Trish, is that one of the biggest things that I love that she said um, in our conversation is that I helped her to figure to stop always wanting to sprint, to always start to focus on, can we glide into our goal? And I see so many people guilty right here, so guilty. I would sprint to my goal and I'd be so freaking tired that I would have to lay down for a couple of weeks and then get back up. And I don't know about you, if you're sick of like having those like spurts of energy and then you stop, spurts of energy, then you stop, right? What if you went went in with a glide, right? And that might be scaling back your expectations just a little bit. And, you know, one of the things Trish points out in our conversation is that her mindset is one of the things that she has taken away the most of with me. And I feel like that's my superpower. My superpower is really working with you on your mindset. Because trust me, ladies, I know some of you are like, but I want, you know, a flat stomach. I want to get rid of this chubby puppy, blah, blah, blah. But if I start with my mindset, I start having better conversations about myself. I start thinking differently. I start changing things a little bit at a time. Guess what? The results are going to come. And I know that when we look out into the diet sphere out there, you know, everyone's promised you you this in 30 days, this in three minutes, that in 20 minutes. I'm going to tell you, try it. And then and on day 31, can you hang on to what you just did? Can it last? Because what I want you to have is sustainable, sustainable things that you could be like, I've been doing this for three years and it feels fabulous, right? It might feel boring as fuck, but that's success. That's consistency. There are no like shiny glitter puppies by being consistent. What you get by being consistent is no longer asking yourself the question, when is it going to happen? Why is it this? What's the silver bullet? You know what? There are several silver bullets, but we have to load it in a particular order based on what's going on with you. So have a listen to Trisha's conversation and you'll find some great realizations that she had about her. I mean, she is a working mom of two kids. They're now teenagers. So it's now she's like running them here, there and everywhere, plus trying to fit it all in. So I would love for you to hear what she talked about, about fitting everything in and it will surprise you. All right, have a listen and I'll talk to you on the other side. And here is this week's iTunes review. It comes to you from Dub by V. She writes, I love the podcast. You speak your mind and you don't sugarcoat anything. I love your energy and your good spirit. Oh, that just fills my heart. You don't even understand how much I enjoy these reviews. So please, if you feel the need, please go to iTunes or wherever you watch, watch, 
listen to this podcast, do me a favor and hit me up with a five-star review. I absolutely love them. They mean the world to me and I will read it on my podcast. So thank you so much, Dub by V. It does mean the world to me. Oh, ladies, 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 ladies. I am so excited today. Um, I'm talking with another client and she has been, you know, it's funny, like if I go back in time, I've known her for a really long time, but she, we were both clients and then I transitioned to being in a coaching role and then I became her coach. And then over the years that I coached, I don't even know how long I coached her, over the years that I've coached her, I've gotten to know her whole life, her whole family. And I think for me, I love those full circle moments when people like transition from that coaching relationship to that personal relationship. And you never know who it's going to happen to, when it's going to happen to, but I wanted to introduce introduce you to Miss Trish Pilate. She is absolutely fabulous, and you are just going to absolutely enjoy her as well. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, thank you for the introduction. Well, you know, I before we even hit record, I forgot to ask. Like, do you even go by Trish Pilate anymore? No, it's Trish Van Z is Trish. my is my name, and you know how important it is to brand your name with what is aligned in your life, whether it's family or business and hobbies. But yeah, Trish Van Z is my, um, it's a a portion of my maiden name. So I think it's great to stick to that because, you know, being in the beauty industry, you have to have that consistency Mm. in your brand. Well, you know, it's so funny because it's like whenever I do see Trish Van Z, I'm like, you know, it it just kind of works. Like it just like, it kind of flows off of your, your mouth. Yes. And it's, you know, Dutch derived. So the Von Z is right. fancy. Right. It's fancy. And you're like, oh, is this French? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Trish and I started um, working together. She uh, is a former or do you ever plan to compete again? I have it in like the back back burner. I would love to compete again and get on stage just for a kind of final one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The COVID kind of hit and, you know, I had some other things in my life that popped up that um, were, you know, a little tragic and unforeseen and sad. And it kind of put me off of, well, what's really important in life and competing at that time was definitely not important and being around family and really watching my kids grow up and being there for them has been the priority. So I still think I might compete one more time. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I w- you know, people will always ask me, and I think, you know, when that last show is like, you just, you just know, like, you know, when that last show is, and then, you know, when you have like one more left and then, you know, like, all right, box checked, moving on. Yeah, it, it honestly, it's almost come full circle, like you were talking about when it comes to competing, because when I was competing, I was doing my own hair and makeup. I have always been in hair and makeup. And then finding out that people were paying somebody a lot of money to have oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can do this. And starting to do hair and makeup for fitness competitors, it fell really in line with what I was doing already as an event manager Mm. and being, you know, on point with the timeline, making sure that they were ready to go and dealing with the circumstances of getting up at 4am, smelling Mm -hmm. the tanner, having them eat chicken while I'm doing 
try to do the hair and makeup. (laughs) Um, And then getting into competitions and then really developing my skills with the beauty and then going into bridal. Now I'm, I'm, I'm great with the bridal timelines because of all those other previous experiences. And it has kind of come full circle where if I do a compete again, you know, the hair and makeup is right there. You know, it's, it's funny that you, you say that. Cause I, it's like, I think about, um, and I had um, Angela Gargano on the show and we talk about just like you went into a fitness competition thinking you just were going to do a fitness competition, right? You're just like, Oh, I want to do a fitness competition. And you never thought of the um, things that like, you know, like if I I think about like a, like a mind map, right. So it's like fitness competition is like in the middle of the mind map. And then it it was like, I did the competition, but, oh, then I saw people need to do hair and makeup. Oh, I do hair and makeup. And just like all the little branches that came out of, I want to do a fitness competition that you would have never thought of. I never even imagined. You probably would still be working at freaking Blue Martini. Asking me, you know, when do I want the cocktail hour and do you want it in this room or that room? Yes, (laughs) exactly. And well, I think that's what's awesome about reflecting on your journey is you don't realize at that present moment that it could be um, a pivotal point Mm. for your future or it's a building block for your future. Uh, Because, you know, when we met, it was because I went to a fitness camp, Kathy Savage Fitness, the best camp around and meeting all these people there. I'm still in touch with all of them. Right. Including Kathy with branding now my bridal agency, my beauty agency. So it's amazing to reflect back seeing how we, you and I have become such good friends. We can bounce different ideas off each other too you know, events, a fitness event that you need hair and makeup and production. Right. It's amazing to reflect and then look right now. And even challenges that are brought on right now in my present life, I'm like, okay, this could possibly help me next year or five years from now. Right. And, you know, it's like, I always tell people, you know, people like, uh, recently I've been, I've been asked the question from my business coach and she's like, Kim, like, you know, you interview all these people. She's like, what is that common thread that you have with, you know, you would say that your clients who just like have had the most transformation and the most success. And I say, one of the the biggest things is that you were very coachable, right? You were like, I don't know this. Someone else knows it. So I got nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. It's, I think because I was in so many sports growing up, I was, you know, from a young age, you have a coach there to show you the way instead of you wandering around in circles, trying to find your way. And that's the same with working with a fitness coach, branding coach, a business coach. And I've talked about this so much in the last few years because I respect, you know, those mentors and coaches because it helps you get there faster. Right. (laughs) It gives you the roadmap that, you know, they have the experience and they can just help you along the way. And I'm actually creating that for my clientele in in the bridal industry where my brides, they have so many things on their plate. Oh God. Yeah. Comes to beauty. You know, I was a tomboy growing up 
and learning, you know, which skincare or what hairspray or shampoo or what should you be using? It's the same with the fitness world. It's confusing mm. with beauty world. And then you're a bride on top of it. So I'm creating um, a step into your glow bridal beauty course that is going to give them all the information because when I sit with brides, they ask, they don't even know the difference between um, nails. Like if it is right. Um, you a, know, a square nail versus a an almond shape versus gel versus dip versus this. Same with, you know, do they want regular makeup or airbrush makeup? So, you know, being that mentor or that guide to help them, it's needed in so many different industries. In oh, our God, world. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, it's funny that you say that because it's like, you're right. If I think about fitness, you know, especially in the like winter time of year, Every other commercial I see on TV or every other ad I see in, on social media, it's like, come here and lose 300 pounds in three minutes or drink this magic elixir and the weight will be gone by morning. And mm -hmm. it's so easy to fall into that trap. You know, it's so easy to think that it has to be this way because that's all you see. Well, let's be real. We are in the world of instant gratification. Yeah. And oh, God. We have, what is it? Instacart, Instagram, Insta now, Insta. Right. And it, it's just, you know, we're evolving into, you know, that prime delivery. And you always say mm. that. Well, I can just get it dropped off tomorrow. Right. You're just like, oh, I'll have it here by Friday. And like, right. You want your results by Friday. Like, you know, in your, you know, for your industry, it's like, if I have crappy skin, there's a lot of pieces that go yeah. to why I have crappy skin. It could be yeah. what I'm using, could be yeah. what I'm eating. It could be a whole host of things, but people yeah. are like, so what can I buy? And by, you know, my wedding day, yeah. it's, it's, I have clear porcelain skin. Well, and that is one thing coming from a competitive fitness world where, you know, you're competing on a national level. We're going to these huge shows. You're spending thousands of dollars. That same concept is why I was like, I need to be teaching my brides this for the bridal edition. Like not them getting this rock hard body for their wedding, but looking at how are they going into this wedding day? This is both, they're spending, you know, 50 grand for a wedding, sometimes more. Oh God. Yeah. Crazy. You live in Southern so, Florida, so I can't yeah. imagine. <laughs> and, you know, brides are going into these, this big wedding day. I see so many brides that don't even talk while they're getting their hair and makeup done. And it breaks my heart. Like this is supposed to be oh, fun. Yeah. They're, they're filled with so much anxiety and they're nervous about one little piece of hair or the eyelash. And I'm like, wow, we need to get brides to enjoy this day and yeah. like, the moment and feel, and that's part of their mindset too, is like to feel good that they're confident with who's doing the hair and makeup. They're confident with their photographer. So all these things really go into this guide of, Picking and choosing what you really want on your wedding day. Yeah, for, absolutely, for sure. And so, you know, and I like that about you because you were coachable, but you also were willing to get uncomfortable. You know, you had never done fitness. You were just for, I don't know how many years, you were just a bikini girl. And then one day you're like, yeah. hey, I think I want to try fitness. And so it was like, okay, you want to do fitness. 
every week it was like, okay, this is what we're working on. We're working on this. And you're like, okay, okay. And you were just like, I don't know how to do it, but I'll figure it out. See you next week. Okay. So that whole world of competing, the first thing I ever saw, I didn't even know the sport existed until I, somebody introduced me to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. And there's uh, Kim Dolan bouncing around on the stage, doing the crazy gymnastic moves and dancing and of course like I was in that Britney Spears phase I'm like I want to do that that is amazing yeah I was never in gymnastics I was never Mm. in cheer or dance I was the girl who was playing softball on the boys wrestling team and basketball like those I was doing all of the sports right not the girly stuff so when you say I'm coachable if I have never had that experience, I needed to take it like piece by piece. And you provided that you were like, okay, we need to work on these little muscles to be stronger for you to do that. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's, and I think, cause you see that and it's so funny. You said Kim Dolan. I'm like, I laugh like now in the fitness world, I was like, I feel like I'm like, you know, ancient, like I'm like a freaking dinosaur. So I was like, I wouldn't even like, if you were to name like who's top in the fitness world the, I would be like oh I don't know I have no idea I feel like I'm so removed from that like you know back in the day it was like oh. uh, oxygen magazine give like, it all to me right like you know like <laughs> waiting for it to come in the mail and just be like being in awe of all of these women and now I'm like oh I don't even know I'm like who who's who well, um that was that chapter so yeah you know, it's and I'm, I'm great. And I'm a grateful chapter. And it's like, so it's like, you know, you were coachable, you got uncomfortable and you did the work, right? It wasn't like you showed up and you're like, I'm going to be a fitness star and I'm going to be awesome. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So here's the work, <laughs> like yes. here are the yes. steps. And you're like, okay, you're laced, you laced up your capizios and you went to work. <laughs> yes. Well, and also it was, it started to come into fruition when the little pieces of the performance I started to be able to do flawlessly without right. thinking about them. And you did show me flow into it. Don't just like speed down or what do you say? Don't sprint into it. Like, yeah. oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Because was, everyone, everyone wants to like sprint to the finish line. And if you think about a sprinter, like Google for sprinters, YouTube it, you will see a sprinter runs their whatever duration race it is. And by the time they're cooked, they're just like, I can't. But if you look at someone who is a long distance runner, like those people who run long distance, I have a really good friend. He coaches pretty much every Boston Marathon team. And I asked him, I was like, when do like the elite athletes, like you see them sprinting like down, I live in Boston. So you see them sprinting down Boylston Street for the Boston Marathon. And he's like, oh, they're jogging until about mile 20 something. And then that's when they sprint. So can you imagine trying to sprint 26 miles? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I can't even imagine trying to run 26 miles. I would be that person <laughs> be like, where's the T so that I can just get my way to the finish line. But it's like, if I started to sprint 20 miles out versus six miles out, that's a lot easier in my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. And it's more sustainable, right? Because I see so many people, you know, I coached 
for over a decade. And I saw so many people running for that brick wall. And as many times as I wanted to put my arms out to be like, hey, stop. Some people like push me out of the way. And I'm like, all right, I'll be here to pick you up. Key word, you said sustainable. And, you know, that goes right with being coachable. And again, I put this around my industry, the beauty industry. If I have a client who has a very damaged, weak hair, Mm. we need a plan. You are not going to get results in a week. This is a whole plan of being coachable, using the products that I'm prescribing and doing the work by doing the process. (laughs) So it's, it's the same with fitness. You have to be coachable. You have to follow the plan and you'll see the result eventually if it's sustainable. You know, and I, and I like that example because I think I like to to use things outside of fitness that people can relate to hair Mm -hmm. is a perfect example. So Mm -hmm. you do hair, you do hair color and like hair coloring as much as it, I love it myself. Um, Thank you, Corona, for reintroducing myself to my natural hair color. Um, (laughs) It is, if I have colored my hair forever and I never gave myself a break, my hair is like, for the love of God, (laughs) it's, you know, it's, it could be depending on how strong my hair is, it could be like just holding on for dear life. Well, and think of what you just said, depending on your hair. So you're different than me, than everyone else. Your hair chemistry is like your body chemistry. So, you know, your results are not going to be the same as your sisters or your cousins or your friends. And you're right. If you continue to, you know, put that damage over and over and over, you're never going to see any good results. You're never going to have, you know, the, the healthy hair or the healthy body. Yeah. I, and I, and I, and I love that. Cause I think a lot of people can relate to it. Cause it's like, especially if you are doing something, a, a dramatic color change, you know, you're, you're, if you have a great hairstylist and I'm Trish is a great hairstylist. And if you're ever in Southern Florida, check her out, but I have a great hairstylist. And I remember when I was competing, she'd be like, all right, here are the steps. Like you're going to show up and we're going to, we're going to color here. Or we're going to deep, we're going to start with a deep condition here. Then you're going to come in for a color this week. Then we're going to come in and put the extension in this week. And it was just like a like process. And I know me, I like a process because that tells me you've thought about this. Mm -hmm. You just haven't like, I haven't just like rolled up on you and you're like, huh, what are we going to do? (laughs) Well, you've thought it through. Yeah, you know right away if somebody's like yeah sure let's do it I I am not that style my style is okay it's gonna take a few sessions to get where we need to go right especially if like say I'm someone who is going from a from a natural dark color that I want to go to pink hair blonde hair another a light a color that is dramatically lighter than where I want to be it's a process like you can't just roll up and be like so today I'm going pink right and like mm-hmm. You have like dark black hair. There's no way I can change your hair color and it looked good today. Yes. And still on your head. (laughs) Right. Because I might be washing what used to be down the sink. Yes. (laughs) And no one ever wants to walk out of a hair salon bald. 
Yeah. Well, and I, I got to go back to that instant gratification. Everybody wants that. And what you're seeing on social media is not always reality. So with your big celebrities who do go from, you know, a dark brown to a platinum blonde, that's most likely not real. It could be a wig or it could be, you know, several sessions and it could be very damaging. It could be extensions. And you're, and you're right. Cause it's like, I think, you know, same with fitness, social media, it's like, I see an influencer and they're doing all these crazy ass things. And I'm like, Oh, I must do that too. And you're like, well, you don't know how long it took them to get to the point where they're throwing up those heavy weights over their head. Yeah. You only, I only see the highlights, right? I don't see that. I've been trying to get this nail this for six, nine, 12 months. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, the highlights is how I'm, I brand my, my services and showcase what I have to offer when it comes to, you know, hairstyling or makeup, but nobody sees how many classes I've taken or endless nights that I'm practicing on my mannequin (laughs) or researching my business, you know, information. It's, this has all been a huge part of people's highlight reels. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. So you're right. You don't know how long it takes them (laughs) to get to achieve that highlight. I'm laughing because when, um, Trish and I worked together. She would send me check-in pictures and she would have like the doll heads behind her sometimes. And I would be like, and in my head, I was like, if I didn't know what you did, that would be so freaking creepy. (laughs) I was just talking about this today. And it's funny because when I have this mannequin in my house, it is a reminder of me to constantly practice my craft. So I don't hide it in the closet. I keep her right out here. And it's awesome because I get to see my, you know, my most recent style. And then I reminds myself, okay, you got to keep practicing. And it's, you know, set on a schedule where I have to implement my craft, you know, versus just being all business at the desk or being on location with bridal parties. And it's, I will wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and see this mannequin because I put like a little shirt on her (laughs) and I'm like, who's out there? (laughs) Right. And you're like, oh, it's the mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what was one of the best, um, what was one of the best way, uh, oh my God, I totally left here. What would you say was like some of the best results you got working with me? A lot of good results from you. (laughs) Um, And not just in like the physical way. Um, Your your style in particular, I relate with. And I say style because you always do the hashtag salty talk. But I respond really well with directness. And I think that was one of my favorite things about you was being direct and you knew when to like have that empathy and and then it was like okay i'm not going to you know coddle you but we're going to work and it's going to take work and um that was my probably my favorite part about you is being so direct and just telling me that trusting the process and breaking it down cuz i'm a very visual creative person 
when we would kind of reverse engineer from the day of show and also taking in consideration the changes in my body as a female that was over 35 was a big deal because you had me for several years where I was in my young thirties until my later. (laughs) And it is different, but you can still, I still attain so many amazing accomplishments with just building my physique, but we worked on so much more of mindset and real life issues, like real life situations where, you know, I wasn't in my twenties anymore where I could dedicate in the gym and I didn't, you know, now it's real. I have children, I have a business, I'm running two businesses. And this is where you were really like, let's just be, break it down on what you can do. Not what you want to do, but what you can do. And coming up with those plans and realistic conversations to me was one of the best things working with you. You weren't like, oh, fluffy, fluffy. And, you know, it was real. And it was, that's the best word I can say, direct and realist. Well, and it's, and I I think a lot of women, like we, the the best way I ever heard it explained is that we have a lot of like emotional tax and we discount that. Like you have two kids, (laughs) full-time job. At the time you were dealing with a lot other, other areas in your life that were just causing like bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you got bullshit in your life. How are you going to, even if I say you can work on an hour a day, that bullshit's still going to talk, drag you down because mm-hmm. that bullshit takes time. Time mm-hmm. that like, you know, like even if you are at the gym, are you at the gym or are you like list making the bullshit that a conversation the with the woman who shall not be named, I should have said this, or why do I let her get in my head or why this or why that? And I'm like, you're not focused on the gym. At this point, you're just checking a box Mm -hmm. where, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, I don't think they look at that. And I'm like, I, I need to look at that. Cause it's like, at the end of the day, you're going to step on stage and you're not going to be where you want to be. And you're going to be like, what happened? And I don't want to, as you're like looking at me with like, you know, tears brimming in your eyes, me being like, well, you had a lot of life going on, but I didn't want to tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly. Well, and I think too, like my last, the last show I did was one of my best mentally, but one of my worst physically. And I placed amazing because you were happy. Yes. Yep. You were happy. That was in Vegas and you were happy. And, you know, I was, I, cause I remember you, you brought a gentleman and I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was having fun. Yeah. And you were, and you, fun. you were not like, you didn't have life going on. You were like, you were just being church. Yeah. And I had a bunch of clients, everyone getting hair and makeup done. They're like, how are you doing this and competing? I'm like, why not? Right. It, you know? It was fun. We had a, such a good time. And I just brought a whole different personality and attitude on stage that it was noticeable by you and Kathy too. Like you guys both were like, who is this? <laughs> right. And it's like, and now that like you look back, you can see like why some of the things I said. 
You know, like, because it's like, you know, we can't, like, we don't, no one thinks their shit stinks. Everyone's like, what do you mean? Or like, what do you mean I have a lot of life going on? Now that you're like distant, you're like, yeah, shit, I did have a lot of life going on. Like, what was I thinking? Uh-huh. Trying yeah. to do all the things. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So as a, as a coach, I feel like I, because I would want that same thing. Like I've, you know, when I was, I was, I had all male coaches. There were no such thing as female coaches. <laughs> and I had all male coaches and they like laid it on the line. They were just feel like, you know, I remember, uh, one of my soccer coaches, he'd be like, if you weren't running your damn mouth all the time, Barnes, you would probably be a really good halfback. And I was like, would I? <laughs> I was like, no, I wouldn't have been a better halfback. I was really good at running my mouth. It was awesome at Ergo Podcast. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about mindset. And I think, you know, so many people, I think many people want to come to me and they're like, Kim, Kim, hand me a meal plan. Kim, hand me a workout. But I feel like my superpower is helping you correct your mindset. Because once you get that mindset correct, then everything else will fall into place. So I think for me as a coach, that's one of my like superpowers is to help where, and where I think many of my clients get most of their best results is because they had a mindset shift. I had a huge one working with you guys. Like it was, it was so um, a part of the program that you had when we were doing fitness competition with, you know, when you were with Savage was the mindset part and the mindset part, it was something new to me, but it really changed me from that point forward. Cause that's when I was in my BS, right? <laughs> it really kind of, um, I want to say kind of help protected me mentally, but also helped me with where I am today. Yeah. And I can see like it shifted me so much where I needed to make that mindset um, a big part of like my, my daily weekly habits, yeah. you know, however you want to work on your mindset is, is how it's going to help you grow. And looking, you know, even when I see some of my colleagues that are, you know, in the beauty industry and I'm like, Ooh, she's got to work on her mindset. But it, it, that is when the change really happens because that's when you start to not compare yourself as much to the social media. That's yeah. when you really start to be like, I need to be in my lane and in my bubble and not give an F about everything else going on because that's where I've had the most growth is when I'm really focused and not letting <laughs> what did Jess Halbert used to call them the fish suckers <laughs> or the sucker fish. The sucker that's- fish. I was like, what did you call him again? The sucker fish, yeah. The sucker fish come in and and really kind of deplete, like take the air out of your tires. And um, I, I use all of those mindset things and just keep building on it. So, you know, fitness, health, I'm not in my physique that I was five years ago. And some days it hits me a little bit harder, but then I sit and I look at, well, look at all the, what I've accomplished. Mm. Look you know, beauty agency I'm building, this children I have growing up in the last five years, like all of these different things that I've been, you know, putting my focus on and my health is a huge part of it. It's just not 
stage presence health, health at the moment. <laughs> well, but, but I think, you know, the one thing I, I feel like I know I've shifted from is that it's not always about like what I see in the mirror, like yeah. my health, my, the fact that I have a six pack abs and you can hang your coat on my shoulder. Yeah. Does, is that a picture of health or is it the picture of health that it's like, I know what I can do consistently. Yes. Well, and being happy too. Right. It's like, what, this is what I can do consistently. And I'm okay with that because I know that what it took for me to get that stage body, I don't want to go there no more. Like, I don't want to make that kind of time in my life. Well, I don't want to give that all of my time. Yes. what it took. Yeah. Take a huge chunk percentage of my time. And now I have to really be consciously thinking, how am I distributing my 24 yes. hours? Yes. That's where I think about it. And you're right. I am very healthy. And how I talk to people, how I respond to some things in life that, you know, we all have those moments where you're like, whoo, getting a little emotional about this. Yeah. 10 years ago would have probably done something not so nice. Right. (laughs) Now I'm like, no, it's fine. That's that person's problem. Unfortunately, I'm very good now at thinking it through, talking it out, you know, and realizing like, okay, that they're deflecting their problems on everyone else. And I just happen to be in the zone for that. So that's where like that mindset comes in where um, I'm trying not to take and absorb all of their other people's crap. And I know I feel great and I'm dedicating, you know, three to four days a week to get my workouts in. And I'm not worried that I don't have the six pack anymore. I'm more concerned about how are my kids liking the time they have with me and how are we, you know, hanging out at the house together or going to the park or running to music lessons. You know, there's so many other places where I'm being pulled and I'm good with that. It's not always being pulled into the gym. Yeah. And I, it's, and I, and I like that because it's like, I, you know, for me, when a client comes to me and it's just about the physical and then I'm like, I'm like, Oh, it ha- there, there has to be a mental component because you're always going to get knocked down. Like there's always going to be a wave that's going to come and knock you out of your zone. That's just life. And yeah. if it's always about the physical, you will, won't see results. You won't see, or you'll see results, but it won't be long-term. Yes. Yep. And I, I, I think the physical too, um, people, and maybe it's just because I'm in my forties now that I don't notice it as much because I'm not around a bunch of 20 year olds Yeah, like used to be where now I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the business zone. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the mom zone of like, what are we doing with the kids? What am I doing with my companies? What, you know, what's happening here that is really adding value to my life and finding those little pieces of joy rather than worrying about the physique end of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I feel like when you get to that point, then the physique will come because now it's not like, you know, it's kind of like, a, I think about when you wanted a relationship. 
right? And if you keep saying, oh, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, that is like just like pushing relationships out of your your view or, you know, anyone who's ever wanted to get pregnant, like I want to get pregnant and it's going to be happening right now, happen right now. And the universe is like, yeah, no, I'm going to pass by. And then when you just like stop and you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to, I got other things going on in my life. And I'm just yeah. going to focus on all the other things that have going on in my life and eh, let the tips fall where they may. That's when things start to fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I have to be honest, like there's been a lot of times where I'm like, man, I really miss my old body. I really miss this. I really miss that. But then I'm like, you know what? This, that's that exact phrase you just said, when you're focusing on it so much and you're putting all that kind of negative energy into it it just continues to bring you down. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything bad anymore about my body or myself or whatever. And now it's just, it's, there's no more burden. And you know, if I, if I'm complaining about something, well, then I need to do something about it. And if I do something about it, that stuff starts to fall into place. And it's like, you know what? I'm doing something about it. I'm going to eat better. I'm not going to have alcohol. I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. And guess what? I'm a happier person. <laughs> right. Wow. But look at that. But see, but I, here's where the, here's a, like what you just said is a complete shift in your mindset that old Trish five year ago, Trish would be like, okay, so I must. And like the list of things that you must do was like, as long as your arm, And it was all extreme, like no alcohol for the next year. Um, No, this for the next six months, I'm going hard. And you would have like, you know, fell off, you know, burnt out, (laughs) burnt out 30, 60, maybe 90 days in. Yeah. Uh, Cause you couldn't like hold on to the don't for that long where you're like, okay, what can I do that? I know that given all the other things I'm trying to accomplish in my life, you know what? Three days a week at the gym. That's good. That's all I got. Like, and I'm going to be, and I'm going to be okay with that versus I'm going to the gym days a week, but I know, I know I should be here seven. Yeah. That's not sustainable. No. And for you, it's like, that's not sustainable in my life. And, and I'm okay with it. And it's like, you know, trying to get people to get to that point where they're like in the past, you know, I look at my schedule and I'm like, how the hell did I like go at 5 a.m. and then go back at night? And then, you know, two to three hours on the weekend, I'm like, how did I do that? And then I'm like, I look now and I'm like, I don't want to find that time. And if I put it into the beauty world, think of a skincare routine. If somebody is washing their face with like hand bar, a bar of hand soap, I can't go in and say, okay, you need to do this seven step procedure every night. Right. They would be like, no. Right. (laughs) I can't. When you introduce them one little habit, healthier habit at a time, then it becomes more routine. And whether it's skincare or fitness or nutrition, all of that stuff is like little baby bites. And it's, and then it starts to just be your normal routine. Yeah. And I, and I, and I love that because it's like, I feel like so many people we talk, like we talked about earlier, everyone wants to sprint. And I was like, think about, you know, if you have a child, did your kid come, did your kid just wake up and be like, I'm going to walk today. There was a lot of like weird crawls, scooting, and then eventually a lot of pulling. And then eventually one, you know, drunken step 
and then they fell down. And then yeah. it was just, it was a process to get to walking and then walking where you felt like they could walk across the room. And then now they could run across the room. Then you felt comfortable with them walking outside without holding your hand. Yeah. But many of us forget that, you know, we never said to our kid, if they didn't walk the first time they tried, oh, you suck. Like, and if you did, I swear you're not a good parent. Yeah. I don't, I don't have kids, but I think that's probably on the bad parent list. Well, uh, and that's something important too, because, you know, there are a lot of moms out there that you're, you put, you're so hard on yourself as a mom because you want to be and do and accomplish all the things. And there's a season for everything. And when we were in fitness comp- competitions, there's a season, there's a building season and there's a shredding and then there's the stage. But with parenting, I look at it as a season two. The same thing you said about the walking. I have to repeat myself a hundred times before they realize it's a habit. Yeah. Then like, it's like my heart is full when they're taking their vitamins on their own. They're doing right. their laundry without me asking and I'm seeing this and I'm like oh so hmm, it's working all right. those little things are you know it's the same like how we have to talk to ourselves make sure I'm drinking my water am right. I tracking? am I doing this it, little by little it becomes your habit just like the kids learning things yeah and I and I, that's a that's a great example because it's like you know you might have to repeat yourself like 50 times you might have to be like the love of God if I say this one more time and then you're like, hang on, their vitamins are missing from the counter. They took them. Like, and it's not 10 o'clock at night when I noticed that they didn't take their vitamins. <laughs> so um, the same thing can be said. So Trish, this has been absolutely a uh, fantastic conversation. And if someone were like, listen to this conversation, like, what would you say? Like, should they work with me? <laughs> should they work with Kim? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to find the best results working with Kim because she is a straight shooter and she will break it down into consumable pieces that are attainable. Absolutely. Awesome. And so where can people find you on the socials? Oh my goodness. Number one, Instagram at Trish that is probably the best. You can also find me on Facebook and Pinterest. And it's all Trish Van Z. It's my handles. Awesome. And my website is also trishvanzee.com where I have my beauty agency. We're encompassing hair, face, and health. So everything that is all under one umbrella for your health, your beauty. Um, and I think you guys have heard a lot from us, right? I know. And like I, you know it's, a, it's so funny. When I first, you know, approached Trish to be on the show, she's like, well, what do we talk about? I was like, it's a conversation. I don't know. <laughs> well, we can talk all day. <laughs> I know we can talk all day. So I absolutely love this. And, you know, Trish, I just you know, wrote myself a note. I want to have you on again, and we're just going to talk strictly about skincare. Okay, let's do it. Because I feel like, you know, us ladies over 40, you know, it's, there's a lot, like, I feel like when over the last, I don't know, decade, there's a lot of like, it's been like explosion Mm -hmm. of products out there. 
Yeah. And I would love to have you back on. So we talk about like, what's the crap? (laughs) Yeah. And what's the good stuff I should really focus on because, you know, there's like hundreds of dollars worth of like skin, like I can buy a hundred dollar skin cream. Is it worth it? (laughs) Or should I just be going to CVS? Like, so I really want to have that conversation because I know, you know, a lot of us want to focus on, you know, making sure we age beautifully because we've seen some people where life comes at them fast and we don't want to be those people. Yeah. Definitely book another time with you to talk strictly about skin care. For sure. Thank you. All right, magic makers. As always, if you love the show, feel free to subscribe and leave me a five-star review. If you don't know how to do that, do me a favor, reach out to me. You can reach me at hello at Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I can help you out with that. All right. Enjoy the rest of your fabulous day. All right, magic makers. What did you think about that conversation with Trish, right? You know, I love when I'm able to take fitness and bring it into other areas as examples, right? We were able to talk about how you know, what she was able to do at the gym translated into what she does in her, her, her beauty business in her, you know, dealing with clients when they're trying to change their hair. Um, you know, I love when she said that, you know, what I think is my superpower is her, her mindset that, you know, still to this day, there are lessons that she's like bringing up in her mindset. And, you know, that, you know, she, I love the uh, example that she gave about her kids, right? You know, it's, you know, them doing their laundry or taking their vitamins. And it's like, it's not an overnight thing. And eventually, eventually, they finally listen to what she's saying. And that's the same thing for you. And that means giving yourself grace, right? Not everything you try, you're going to nail it, right? I wish that were the case. And I really wish that, you know, at the time of this recording, the Olympics are going on. And, you know, I love the behind the scenes stories because we sh- they share with you the, the, uh, the struggle to get to that level of um, athleticism. That's the word I'm looking for, that level of athleticism, because it's not like someone woke up and said, you know what, I'm going to go down this half pipe and I'm going to nail the 360, Right. Or I'm going to jump off the ski jump and I'm going to see how far I can sail. No, that doesn't happen. It's like they wake up and it's like, okay, today I'm going to train and this I'm going to learn this piece of it. I'm going to learn the next piece and then I'm going to string it together. And then I might have to do that 50 times before I get to do the third piece. I loved how she talked about, you know, her mindset reminds her that she can't do all the things. She's a working mom of two kids, so she's got to stay in her lane sometimes and be okay with it, that it's about what can she do consistently versus the stops and starts that we talked about at the beginning of the call and really focus in on her time management, right? And, and I get it. We all want to do all the things, but, you know, life comes at us fast sometimes. And, you know, it's really easy to get pissed off when you can't do things. I had another client, working mom, and when she first, when she had her first child, she was used to getting up, working out Monday through Friday. That's what she did. And then she had her first child, and when she came back from maternity leave, she was trying to get back into that groove. And we all know how, you know, little nuggets are. They don't have a schedule. (laughs) Their scheduler is like, you know, can blow up your day from time to time. And she was just so frustrated. And I was like, you have to figure out what your your bare minimums are. Figure out what your new normal is and be okay with that. Give yourself grace that, you know what, you might plan to go to the gym on Monday, but your little nugget might wake up with a fever and that might throw off your whole day. Your little nugget might not have slept the night before and getting up at 5 a.m. is the last thing on your freaking mind. So I really loved that what she said about that is that, you know, realize that 
you know, focus on what's going to work in your life, in your season. And I talk a lot about seasonality. We all have seasons and we have to honor them. So I really want to hear what are some of your takeaways from this show? You know, what are some of the things that you are that are bubbling up for you? Do me a favor, reach out to me on social media. You can find me, Kim Jefferson Coach, um, on pretty much all the social platforms, or you can shoot me an email, hello at kimbarnesjefferson.com. All right, as always, thank you so much for listening, Magic Makers. You make this day the best possible. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.